Play it real good and strong this time. We may get it real soon, huh? You think we could hear a little bit more harmonic in that uh, yeah. instrumental break? I don't know. Yeah. Let go of your uh, libido. Libido, take nine. Showtime. 
mom will make kids listen. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. Very auspicious beginning. Thanks, that's it. Just relax, me and this other cat are gonna straighten you guys out, and then we'll get you know world peace. You ever heard that album called How to Speak Hip? Has anybody ever heard it? Oh, it's funny. It's How to Speak Hip by Doug Close and Jack Reynolds, cut in 59. It's very funny. Hey, it's me, Chris T., back with another Podiatry Cast version of Aerial View. And uh, on this particular program, it's part two of Hate Your Job and Life from 1991. If you were listening last week, you heard as I presented the first of these micro cassettes that I discovered in a desk drawer. Had to go out and buy a micro cassette player recorder didn't have to go out actually it was shipped to me from cyprus via ebay and now i'm going through these tapes to see what's on them and they're pretty revealing back in 1991 i was suicidal depressed in a very bad way and seriously thinking of making lists of everything i owned so I could give it to people after I was gone. That's how bad things had gotten. And for some reason, I decided to document it on tape. Now, uh, I've heard from some of you after last week's show, and you do appreciate me presenting this material. It's not easy stuff to listen to, I'll admit it, but I feel like it it's helpful in a way to anybody who may be going through something similar right now. In other words, it gets better as that campaign that social media campaign says. So without any more fault or all, let's uh, check in with me at 29 years old. It's Monday, October 15th at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm having my last cigarette before going to bed. It might not be a good idea to fill the room up with smoke and then go to bed. But that's what I'm doing. Uh, Tomorrow it's off to work again. And uh, I can't even think anymore about how much I hate where I'm at because it really, it does me no good. It just makes me crazy to think how unsatisfied I am with life and basically unpleased with myself I mean none of my realms are working whether you want to talk about work personal life nothing is working right now when I think about it I think it's never really worked and I don't know if it ever will. I'm really trying to take an objective look at myself. And uh, the word that keeps coming up over and over and over again is loser. It's the only word that comes to mind. 
I have some things that I do well. I have some peculiar talents. But they don't keep the wolves from the door. And I want to chuck it all. I just want to be rid of all of the pain of having to go through every day knowing I'm not doing what I want to be doing or what I should be doing and having to go through every night by myself having to wake up every morning alone and not being able to connect with another human being in a way that so many people take for granted there's just something so wrong with me that I can't do that I really don't know what to do about it but I did hear from my psychiatrist last week was interested in having me start up with her again, which I think is a very good idea, because I don't think I'll make it till the age of 30 if I don't. I just need to find the money now. Like, I need to find the money for so many things. I'm a victim of really bad economic times, and also a victim of my own laziness, lack of ambition, confusion, depression, loneliness, anger, disgust, cynicism, inability. I'm a victim of all of those things. But if I'm ever going to find the will to keep myself from self-destruction, I have to find a bit of happiness somewhere. I need a little bit of happiness, an island of happiness. It makes me feel life is not so bad. Right now, the only places I can find that little bit of happiness is in my guitar and playing my guitar listening to good music, being with my friends, and being on the radio. Those are the only things that, at this time, make me happy. I keep thinking about one girl in particular, and how much she always said something to me about having to like myself before I could like others, and that stuff. But you can't exist in a vacuum. You have to have some proof, some feedback from other people that you're okay. I can't seem to find it. One of the reasons I bought this tape recorder was to leave a record, leave something for my friends and my family so they can understand a little bit more what I'm going through. Because if I do decide to kill myself, I want them to have some idea why. Closing my eyes and getting ready for sleep, I'm thinking about what death would be like would be like to to not be here anymore and how much I would miss those few things that I do enjoy. I'm not sure I'm not sure that those few things are worth all of the other stuff that I have to go through. And I'm not so sure that this isn't all just self pity. I know I'm prone to self pity. I also know that I don't know anything. But I can't continue in this manner. This can't go on this way. Feeling like every day is a life and death struggle. At some point, you have to give in. Thinking that that point is soon. It's Tuesday morning, October 15th. Um, at 9.23 a.m. left my house, headed for work. It's these kind of mornings becoming more and more difficult to face. This morning, 
I didn't have any breakfast. I spent a good 40, 45 minutes in the bathroom. It's basically shitting my brains out. And there was a lot of blood in the toilet bowl. A lot of blood. I've seen blood in the toilet bowl before, but this was more. And I guess what it is is hemorrhoids, probably. I mean, I hope that's what it is. Hope it's not anything more than that. I guess hemorrhoids is one of those things that comes about a health condition that happens because a person is overweight. So I'm beginning to wonder what other health conditions are going to happen. What other things I'm at risk at? Diabetes, heart disease. What else is going to show up? So all I know is that uh, hemorrhoids really suck. And I need to go do something about it, but I don't have medical coverage. My medical coverage won't begin until somewhere around Thanksgiving. So I'm at least another five or six weeks away from being able to go see the doctor. I'm wondering why it is I can't even have a decent bowel movement anymore without pain. I don't know if it's because I'm a Virgo. I'm ruled by my bowels. And because I don't have a good diet. But I've told myself that for the next couple of days, all I'm going to do is drink water and see what kind of effect that has on my general well-being. And then when I get to the doctor, not only do I want to have a complete physical, but I want to see about having a colonic irrigation. And uh, I want to see a chiropractor as well. You believe that after you see the spring? Well, of course. The evidence of your own senses. Didn't you see what happened? You're right. Maybe I got something. Well, of course. Hey, Phoenix, look at this. What? It says once the spirit is gone, to keep it away, you've got to do this chant. Oh. Let's do it, okay? Well, I'll do it. Good. I'll do it. Do it together, all right? Yeah. Owa. Owa. Sagu. Sagu. Saya. Saya. Owa. 
After midnight, Friday, October 25th, 1991, I'm getting ready to go to sleep. I haven't left any deposits on this tape in a while. I want to leave one now. Talk about what I'm thinking about. You know, uh, a couple of minutes ago, I started thinking about life. I guess that's what all these tapes are going to be about, what they're about, is life. The cat is scratching at the door. Okay, so I let the cat in, because he would have scratched all night. So I was thinking about how much I'd like to be reborn. I don't mean born again, I mean reborn. detoxify myself and my system and live a different way gotta get out of this I gotta get out of this gotta get out of this job I gotta get out of this situation I'm in now gotta make some sort of change but it feels so lazy incredibly lazy it's like Phaedra. Phaedra syndrome. Down and down and down. Downward spiral. Unable to stop the descent until you hit the absolute bottom. I don't know where that is. I don't know where the bottom is. I keep thinking about that. Is it death? If you had asked me a year ago if I could sink any lower, I would have told you no. Like, here I am a year later, and I've sunk lower. And I feel all these pressures pushing in. Pressures from all sides. To go and do things and to be things. Just want to sleep and sleep and sleep. I want be rid of all of the pain. And I don't know if this is just depression. I don't know if this is just the way I am. Maybe I'm not even depressed. Maybe this is just the way I am. It's really sad because I think about all of the friends I have and the people I really love and how much I'll miss them and I hope they understand. I just couldn't be with them every moment of every day. I couldn't be with my friends. It would make me happy. And when I wasn't with them, I wasn't happy. It's just the way it is. But I feel like the change is coming soon. And whatever that means. I'm 
just at the end of my rope. No other way to put it. There's no one I could talk to about this. Nobody with this fucking tape recorder. Okay, maybe 52. Um, Monday night, October 20th. Ace. Well, it's 11.52 on Monday night, October 28th, and uh, I, must, uh, I must admit, keeping this audio diary is a lot easier than writing things down. It's really neat, these little cassettes, you know, they're so small and compact. And I have no problem talking. Sometimes I have a real problem writing things down, but I could talk. I guess I've never been uh, one of those people who couldn't get in touch with their feelings. Because, you know, I know what I'm feeling most times. Most times I'm feeling anger, rage, guilt, despair, disappointment, hopelessness. And, uh, that's pretty much the gamut. Oh, there's loneliness, too. We all know about that one. Um, I've been feeling a lot of bodily pains, physical pains lately. Just feeling like my health is not what it should be. I have, uh, stiffness in my left arm. Like, Something's wrong. I don't know what it is. My back. Been having these spasms in my back. These sharp pains in my lower back. And, uh, of course, my digestive system, which hasn't been right for God knows how long, still isn't right. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'd like to get to a doctor and have myself checked out completely. But, uh, I can't afford that. I know it sounds funny to say I can't afford that. Like, you know, you should really put your health above everything else. I mean, you know, if you don't have your health, what have you got? That sort of thing. But it's... It's no joke, you know I mean? Um, uh... I'm always finding myself short of money at the end of the week, and this week was no exception, although I indulged myself, and I feel bad about that. I mean, I I went out Saturday night, and I spent like 40 bucks, you know, on, on drinks at that stupid Ritz. And I know that was the wrong thing to do. You know, and I still have uh, my gas card bill to pay of $165, and I have the telephone bill of $211 because of the new installation. So I gotta pay for those things and then I'll have the rent and then the car payment and just goes on and on, you know. There's no equalization anywhere. It doesn't ever meet up with itself. And uh, these, the idea of like saving money <laughs> gotta be kidding me you know I can't believe when I think about it that I'm 29 and this is where I am this is 
how I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing like shit. That's how I'm doing. Not that I don't know a lot of other people who are in the same boat, you know. It's just I can't believe, man, that like we're uh, feeling the effects so directly of all these years of Republicans. I mean, who knows? I keep wondering, like, would the Democrats be any different? And uh, I would have liked to found out, you know. I would have liked to known what they could have done differently. So I really think that uh, Republicans have done nothing but bankrupt the middle class, of which I am a card-carrying member. And I feel, uh, you know, caught in the in the crunch, unable to like uh, move ahead in any way, just backpedaling constantly. A lot of things I'm feeling. I'm feeling that, I'm feeling really in a horny, horny, horny. Yeah, it's been a while now since I last had sex. So, I'd like to be doing that. And it's not easy for me. You know, it's never been easy for me to meet women. There's been like a few who have just, you know, I, I've been very lucky. Luckier than the the average Joe, probably, and then I've had some really nice women. And when I say had, I don't mean like in a sexual sense. I mean I've known some really nice women, and I feel incredibly lucky about that. But uh, I, I go for these long stretches between them, you know, a year and a half, two years. And I'm not, I know I'm not like I'm, I'm not becoming more of a a commodity and so far as like women are concerned they're becoming less of a commodity and hey it's me chris t you're listening to the micro cassette project this is hate your job in life part two and now side b October 29th. Hi, I'm Chris T. Taking up where I left off. This audio diary is intended as a record of my thoughts and feelings. During this, the second month of my 29th year, um, maybe it's time for some personal background. I was born on September 5th, 1962, I believe it was 1.03 in the p.m. in the town of Amityville, New York, at South Shore Hospital, to Mario and Joan Sackis of Lindenhurst, New York. Grew up in Lindenhurst, New York. Went to Lindenhurst High School, graduated in June of 
I guess it had to be 1980. And came of age during the Reagan era. What a time to come of age in America. My parents were divorced when I was 13. I have uh, two brothers and two sisters. The brothers are, well, I might as well just give them an order of age. There's Diana, Mario, Joni, Mark, and Chris. I am the youngest of five children. I think everything's catching up with me after all these years. Um, as I said, I was always overweight. There's pictures of me as a, as a child, and I'm overweight. And, uh, I was over an overweight kid, overweight teenager, and I'm now an overweight adult. This has had the net effect of uh, shutting me off from mostly everything, including, I guess most importantly, women. This is what I was talking about as the last tape ended. I moved myself up to that point, I think. I've had a very difficult time in meeting women and dating women and having relationships with them. And I feel it's really due to my weight more than anything else. Compounding those problems is the fact that I'm a smoker for five or six years. And uh, I'm beginning to notice problems with my health. I've always had problems with my feet. They've always been bad feet, causing me lots of pain. If I try to walk too far or what, I get cramps in my feet and uh, just unbelievable pain. Like there's something really wrong with them. Lately I've also had this incredible back problems, these back pains. I also have intestinal problems with uh, digestion and Hemorrhoids, I guess, should be on that list. Losing my hair, slowly but surely, and got a couple of warts on my nose last time I looked in the mirror. This is not an attractive package. I'm worried, I'm really worried about myself because I see myself becoming one of those like pathetic old bachelors wheeling a shopping cart around the Grand Union with my uh, chicken pot pie for the microwave and a six-pack of Coca-Cola and the TV guide. That's what I see becoming of myself if I don't somehow try to change the course of what appears to be a peculiar kind of destiny. I'm not one to really believe in destiny. I know that it's up to me to change this course that I'm on, but the question really is how. I feel like my life is a runaway train, and it's just been barreling down this track towards oblivion for so many years. Well, how do I change that now? How do I find willpower I've never had? Closing my eyes now. My eyes are shut tight. <sighs> I 
I'm trying to think about, you know, the honest appraisal, my well-being. I'd say I'd spent many more days unhappy than happy. I spent most of my time up till this point being sad. But I do a pretty good job of covering up, putting out a good face, of being fun, of being funny. It's just that I know that I haven't got what it takes anyway. So this is the point I'm at now of wanting things to change. I can't stand the rejection. But anyway. Let's see, today's date. 11 20 91. Here's Cathead. Uh, he's purring. And we're gonna hit the hay. Uh, I. I don't know what to say anymore. There's really not that much I can say. I'm waiting to talk to uh, my shrink about uh, some uh, psychopharmaceuticals prescription for Prozac. See if it could uh, lift the depression so that I can uh, think about doing those things I need to do to uh, try to make my life more livable. I guess at this point it's just not. But, uh, you know, lately it's just been a real fucking drag. Everything. I don't know where to start. I'm just too balled up to um, record anything to really put my thoughts down because I can't think straight. You know, I get just completely debilitated by thoughts of uh, suicide, thoughts that, uh, you know, that, that life sucks and, and that's that. to document everything in the house that belongs to me uh, so that like after I'm uh, gone there's no uh, problem with divvying up uh, what's mine and what's not mine so I'm going to get to that in the next few days um, alright Okay, it's Thursday, November 21st, 11.30 p.m. I'm getting ready for bed to get up early tomorrow. Be into work by 8 a.m. Uh, I just caught a glance at myself in the mirror. You know, I try to avoid mirrors. I really don't like to look in them because I see myself and uh, don't like what I see keep thinking like how many more months 
before I'm bald. Uh, it's not going to be much longer the way things are going. And I always wonder, you know, like if it's genetics or if it's something I could have done. You know. Um, keep thinking that uh, there isn't much time left and uh, wondering what I could do about it. Uh, if it's worth it to stay alive. You know, so far, it's been a real, uh, you know, crappy life. I had some uh, good moments, but, you know, they're not enough. And they haven't been happening lately. I was talking to my shrink last night about possible treatments, you know. She wanted to see about getting, uh, getting me into a program where I could try different uh, psychopharmaceuticals and she told me about this one place where you know they would do like these blood tests and uh, a spinal tap you know now I couldn't believe you know when she said spinal tap I thought maybe she was joking or something but now there's uh, some sort of experimental program you know where they would prescribe things and uh, you'd have to take these blood tests and, and have a spinal tap done and I thought, you know, is it really, is that worth it? I don't know if a spinal tap seems to me to involve uh, surgery. And, uh, you know, the base of the spine is, like, trained somehow. I don't really know much else about it, but do I really want to have a spinal tap done so I could escape my depression? You know, who knows? Who knows? Um, I know why I'm depressed. I mean, I know the reasons for my depression. It's not like, uh, you know, uh, I should be happy with myself. Uh, there's no reason for me to be happy with myself. There's really nothing good about me, you know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big piece of shit. And I know that, you know. Um, the problem is, like, everybody else knows it, too, you know. I can't seem to find uh, any kind of acceptance or, or love which is a recurring theme on these tapes. I know that. I know I've, I've gotten pretty boring with the whole thing. But uh, I keep thinking if just like uh, if I had uh, uh, just one little sign, you know, one person. I don't know. really need somebody. I need somebody really badly. You know? Um, to... to uh, love me and appreciate me and somebody I could uh, love and appreciate and uh, have a good time with and be glad to be around and share things with you know all those all those silly stupid things people uh, take for granted you know but I can't keep going on this way I can't keep going on by myself just you know trying to exist from day to day and convince myself that I'm not so bad, you know, and all the signs point to the opposite, you know. I don't wish this on anybody, I don't wish this kind of uh, mindset on anybody. My mindset has been so unrelentingly negative, you know, that I can't think clearly, I can't think through it, I can't, uh, I can't get around it and, and move on to uh, 
do anything really with myself. I'm just fucking. Oh, man, it's just so. It's so fucking hard. I feel like I'm. I just feel like I'm having a fucking. I just feel like I'm having a breakdown. I feel like I'm just having a breakdown. I'm trying so hard to keep keep everything together. I get up in the morning and go <laughs> go to work. Come overnight to nothing. To nothing. I just don't know anymore. <laughs> the holidays. Holidays. <laughs> the holidays are coming up. The holidays. <laughs> the families. Getting together. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get together with mine. I don't want anything to do with them. by myself. The isolation is just something. It's just something I, you know. The isolation is just so fucking. Oh man. I feel so straight checking. Well. Think about what Nietzsche said, you know, whatever does not kill me will make me stronger. So, if this doesn't kill me, it'll make me stronger, I guess. And how will I survive it? How will I survive this? How will I survive this? I want to survive this. The part of me that does not want to die. But I think, you know, it'd be so fucking easy. So fucking easy. You know, just to, uh, just to be done with it all. I know I need help. I know I need help. I know it. Do I matter? Do I matter enough? I don't think I do. Why should anybody else? Let's start over January 12th. It's 9 minutes to 1 a.m. Uh, Sunday night, Monday morning. I'm here with Kethead. So happy to be here with me. He jumps right into place, and he uh, gives me his cat smile. He's so content to be here. Just wondering how much longer I could be satisfied with this. January twenty second, eleven thirty eight. PM. 
I don't know what this story is with me. I'm taking the Prozac. Sometimes I feel good. Maybe the dosage isn't high enough. I'm doing like two a day. It's possible I might need four. Because, uh, you know, when I'm doing today, I feel pretty good. I felt pretty good today at work and confident, secure. I think sometimes, you know, like life can be really great sometimes and I could be really happy. I'm hanging out with my friends and having a good time and we're all laughing and stuff, but you know, anyway. Let's see, today, today is the 24th of February, 1992. And uh, I haven't uh, made uh, any kind of report into this thing in a long time. I haven't done uh, uh, quite a few things in a long time. I haven't written anything. I'm just plugging along. I refuse to get upset about it. Let me see. Life continues to be a mystery. Sometimes I uh, I really think it's well. I know I'm a I'm a decent person, and as men go, I'm a good guy. I mean that because I know a lot of other men who are just real shits. I don't mind comparing myself to them and saying, "Well, gee, I'm not that shitty." I'm glad I made this report. I don't know that I'll ever listen to any of it. But it certainly is documenting a significant period in my life, a passage between one life and another. As I keep thinking about death, too, I think about it constantly. I mean, not in a bad way. I think about it philosophically. I wonder about the difference between life and death, and uh, I wonder where happiness can be found. I know that it can't be found in death, because I can't comfort myself with the thought of an afterlife and we've spoken about this too uh, so it has to be found here and now it has to be found in the present it has to be found on this earth while alive there's really no choice in the matter if you can't be happy here if you can't find some little sliver of happiness some little corner where you feel loved you won't find it anywhere else it's just not within me to believe. Now, all of this points in one direction for me. I'm thinking lately about getting another tattoo, and I want something that symbolizes all of these things, and something I can look at on my arm that says, you know, yeah, there's life and there's death. And if I had to choose between the two, I'd be foolish to choose death. Wednesday, February 26th. Actually, it's now Thursday, February 27th, 1.25 a.m. in the morning. There's the cat checking in. If I could find the contentment that these cats have, if I could strike some sort of deal with the world to be content with my lot. If I were more zen, 
I was a Buddhist. It's pretty funny, isn't it? Sometimes I think, hell, this ain't so bad. There's so many good things. There's the, the guitar, playing the guitar. There's listening to good music. Being with your friends. There's the slight intoxication after light ingestion of alcohol. It's sitting somewhere where you don't have to leave too soon. Having a good conversation with somebody. There's the thrill of talking with a woman who excites you. There's so many good things. There's getting in the car and driving places you haven't been to. A good poker game. To be aware of the good things. To stay away from the bad things. Stay away from the self-pity and the self-doubt and the feelings of worthlessness. New report. Friday, February 27th. 1 a.m. Well, I just finished writing this piece to introduce the marathon next Friday to kick it off. And it, it's pretty good, I have to admit. I hope it goes well. Uh, it's so hard to feel passionate about anything. I feel passionate about this. I feel... feel good about it. I have this need to talk to people, to tell them what's in my head. Not that it's anything new, not that it isn't all kinds of things you've heard before, but just so I could relate to people in some way, so that I think I'm not so crazy. I'm not having a singular experience, so I need to reach out somehow. And for me right now, the radio show it's the only way I can do that. The only way I could open myself up to everything that's out there. To feel everybody's pain. To feel their joy. To feel their desire. To feel their love. Their hate. All those things that mean so much to me at this particular moment. So I couldn't uh, stand the thought of that disappearing, not having that. I look forward to it so much each week, to going down there sitting in front of that microphone and just talking like I'm talking to a bunch of friends so I consider that they are a bunch of friends actually well good night well here it is uh, 319 actually it's 320 it's 10 minutes after midnight so Friday is just uh, and I'm here been ready for sleep. With cat head. Who I am really gonna miss when I move. I know I haven't checked in for a while. There hasn't been much to report, but I'm putting a deposit on an apartment in Edgewater. And I'll be moving in soon. In April, I'll be moving in. But there won't be any cats there. And one of the constants in my life has been these two cats. They've provided companionship, is the only way I could put it.
Cathead has always been here at my side. When I get ready for bed, purring away. It's gonna be hard to go to sleep without him there. I'm gonna miss him terribly. I'm gonna miss Pee Wee down by my feet. I'm gonna miss them in the morning when they're so happy. When I'm feeding them. I'm gonna miss them at night when I come home. When they rush to the door. I'm gonna miss their stupid antics. I'm just gonna miss them. I haven't asked this guy if cats are okay by him. Well, who knows? Maybe I could have some. But they won't be these two. What else is happening with me? Oh. Oh, all kinds of things. It's just the big circle of life continues on. Doesn't end. It is what it is. It's a wonder wheel. And I'm still mesmerized by it. Well, that's it. Let's see, what is today? Today is uh, March 20, 28th. It's Friday, I think. Last Friday of March. And 12.37 in the morning. Just getting ready for bed. And I'm wondering... Yeah, almost out of tape. Well, I guess I should say goodnight. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this Aerial View Podiatry cast. There may be more of the Microcassette Project in weeks to come, but next week I'm very excited to have with me as my guest Josh Allen Friedman, great writer and musician who I visited in Dallas not that long ago, and we visited the Grassy Knoll together. So in anticipation of Assassination Day on November 22nd, next week's show will feature... Josh Allen Friedman. As always, if you'd like to find me, aerialview.me is a good place to do it. Go there for links to Facebook and Twitter and a whole bunch of other things. If you'd like the newsletter, see you next Tuesday, drop me a line at ct at wfmu.org. And thanks again to everybody who pledged during our silent crunch time fundraiser. It is appreciated. And I will see you next Tuesday.
See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Well, the devil told you something like that. Well, that, there's this uh, website. WFMU.org.